Don't get me wrong, but you know, a whole day named after a biscuit. God, yeah, a public holiday for that now. Yeah, it's true. Like, where's where's like where's like chock chip day? Yeah, yeah. Where's that? Mm. Much um, more unanimously like. Where's like Monte Carlo day? Oh, mm. good one. Yeah. Mm. Tim Tam day. Yeah, or Scotch fingers even. Yeah, oh, where is Scotch Finger Day? Mm. Well, there's like chalk covered Scotch Fingers. We don't even have Scotch. It's not. Where is Iced Vovo Day? Oh, the classic. Wagon Wheel as well. Wagon Wheel Day. I've never heard oh, of that. So I'd mm. celebrate a Wagon Wheel Day if they had it. Mm. What about Oreo Day? No, do they have I an don't Oreo think day? they have that. <laughs> I don't no. think it's they crazy. do. Where is Oreo? <laughs> and I mean the Subway cookies, right? We've the got the Raspberry oh, Cheesecake. Imagine that, Raspberry Cheesecake Wait, Day. No, no, we, never heard of that. Can you look this up, Rob? Surely there's a Subway mm. Cookies Day, because they've got that initiative, you know? Big uh, company. Yeah, there's got to be Subway Day. There's got to be a Subway Cookie Raspberry day. Cheesecake Day. Is there a Raspberry Cheesecake Cookie Day? No, not that I can what? see. Uh, no, there's not a... No, oh. but, do you know what there is, though? No, what? What? White chip macadamia. White chip. White mac- chip. There is a white chip macadamia day. I'm just going to double check this. I'm Can just going to fact check that. Right. Somehow. Do you have what? your laptop there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check macadamia. So that's the. Do you, have you guys tried that one at Subway? Yeah. The white chip macadamia. Yep. There it is. I've just. Du- mm. I've checked on Bing as well. I don't get it's, it. <laughs> did you double check? Yeah, I double Bing and Google. It's uh, 27th of August. No that's way. That's coming out. That's awesome. White chip macadamia. That's the oh. only other cookie that we know has a day. I don't get what the criteria is. Then, like, what makes the cut? Anzac and white chip macadamia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, what is the criteria? Like, but, they're but both feral. Don't, don't, no, they're not. Don't, don't get me you wrong. Like, I like both of them. Don't get me wrong. Like, okay. White chips are a little bit sweet for me, especially if I'm having, having a Subway as well because there's a lot of sugar in the bread. Mm, yeah, mm. that's true. I don't know. It's baffling to me. It's baffling mm. to me, though. You know, it's it's really baffling. Uh, 
Coming up on today's show, Robbie's Modern Life. Robbie, Bernie, Mitchell are with you in the studio. As we're all aware, the Nurofen Man has been chosen, representing the brand as their new superhero ambassador is Aussie music royalty, Tim O'Matic. But that's not the only trick up Nurofen's sleeve. Taking their cues from Milky Bar, they're also on the lookout for the Nurofen Child. Auditions are being held at Pennant Hills RSL this afternoon at 4pm. We've got all the details for you coming up very soon. Yeah, and Meals on Heels? That's right, the latest meal delivery service is here, and it's fashion as hell. (laughs) It's called Meals on Heels, and it conveniently delivers delicious heated meals to your doorstep in heels. That's right, the delivery drivers are all wearing heels. It's fashion, it's fabulous, and it's fresh as all hell. (laughs) Frankly, a breath of fresh air. We've got a Meals on Heels coupon code for you, so keep listening today on the show. Have you ever looked at your phone screen background and just kind of thought it was basically boring? Well, we've got you covered. We're releasing a series of official RML phone backgrounds very, very soon. Photos of each of us, photos of all of us together, photos of us together and individually at bowling alleys and the pub photos of us eating ice cream individually as well as in duos and trios plus more premium options being released for patrons so listen closely to today's to today's episode to catch the code word which will be whispered (laughs) will be whispered multiple times so you turn up the volume so you can hear that it it provides uh access early access to our (coughs) official rml phone background series uh, which we've just dropped today. So I'm so excited for this. We've got so many different photos and it's going to brighten up your phone background so wonderfully. And all I want for Christmas is bare chest. <laughs> Tornado bar in the Sydney CBD. Tornado bar in the Sydney CBD is once again desperate to get people back into the city by hosting their Mrs. Claus wet t-shirt contest tonight at 3pm. Bring your best white shirt down and get get blasted by a high-powered hose and see if you've got what it takes to win the hearts of Mrs. Claus's most prestigious contest. Tonight at 3pm. Tonight at 3pm. So that's a packed day today. Um, If you've got a kid that you think is eligible for the Nurofen child, that is on at 4pm. But before that, we've got the wet t-shirt contest uh, right in the heart of the CBD there, Mrs. Claus wet t-shirt contest. And if you managed to miss the biggest fight of the year, we have got you covered. The King Street Brawl was an incredible bout over the weekend and we'll fill you in very soon right here on RML. By Charlotte Adigiri and Bolus Pupil. Robbie's Modern Life right now, FBI Radio. History Bites. Ancient Rome. Open the gates. 
every week on RML. We're so excited to deliver History Bites Ancient Rome. It's a favourite of ours where we delve into what made ancient Rome what it was. The people, the art, the architecture, the lifestyles, the family life, the horticulture and more. We've had a politics special, architecture special, animal special and heaps more. Sometimes we go deep on a historical figure and this week that's exactly what we've done. On History Bites Ancient Rome today we're talking about one of the most famous Roman generals who had a very interesting life. That's right, Maximus Decimus Meridius was born in Spain. In 152 AD, he had a farm where his son and wife lived. You could smell the herbs during the day. He was a Roman general who led his legions to many victories. And he was favoured favored by Emperor Marcus Aurelius because he is a good man, amazing general, and he was not corrupted. His wife and son were both murdered by Commodus and burnt the whole village. Maximus led the Roman legions for the Emperor Marcus Aurelius during his wars against Germania. Maximus and his subordinate Quintus defeated the barbarians in a battle. After the battle, he was honoured by the Emperor for his duty. He was envied by Marcus's son, Commodus, who was a coward. Maximus was offered the title of Caesar by Marcus, who knew that Commodus was too weak to rule Rome. He accepted the post. But Commodus killed his father in secret and later became the emperor. He was betrayed by Quintus and was sent to be executed in the woods. He escaped by killing the executioner and three other men, only to find that Commodus had ordered his wife and son to be brutally murdered. His arrival at the farm was gruesome. He found his family crucified. He buried his wife and son before falling unconscious from exhaustion by their gravesite. He later avenged his family in the Colosseum of Rome by killing Commodus during the 150 days of games, which we will get to shortly. Maximus was captured by a band of drifting thieves while asleep. He made acquaintance with Juba, a hunter who was also taken to be sold as a slave. After crossing the desert, Maximus and Juba were taken to a market where he was sold to Proximo, an old gladiator. Maximus famously refused to practice fighting and removed the legion's mark from his shoulder while in captivity, a gut-wrenching process. Maximus took on the name The Spaniard and displayed his strength against several gladiators in many games and arenas. Maximus continued to do so until Proximo offered him to go to Rome to fight in the Colosseum. Maximus fought with Juba, Hagen and several other gladiators as barbarians of Carthage in the first game in the arena. Following the Spaniards' command, the gladiators were successful. Commodus came down from his seat, demanding to know the Spaniard's name. Maximus removed his helmet and revealed his true identity. Commodus stood in shock after believing Maximus was dead and let the gladiators live after the crowd began to cheer Maximus's name. This is a famous moment that a lot of people talk about in history. He took, takes off his helmet and says, you know, I am Maximus Decimus Meridius, you know, and I, it's a famous oh. moment. God, that's Lucilla met up with Maximus in secret after this, trying to get the gladiator to meet 
with Senator Gracchus in an attempt to overthrow Commodus. Ma Maximus declined and told her to leave as he wasn't the same man anymore. <laughs> Commodus made plans for Maximus to fight Tigris of Gaul for the next game, striving for Maximus to die. Maximus was thrown into the arena with several tigers <laughs> and Tigris. Maximus refused to kill Tigris and spared the gladiator's life. He won the crowd as Maximus the Merciful, which angered Commodus. Maximus left the arena and was greeted by his loyal servant, Cicero. He was given his figures for prayer. Maximus then asked for Cicero to tell Lucilla he would meet Gracchus. Maximus was one of the greatest fighters, a general who became a slave, who became a gladiator, who became a legend. Mm. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for this week on History Bites Ancient Rome. But stick around after the break. We're going to be talking a lot about King Street Brawl. Oh, the King Street Brawl. <sighs> Down in some lone valley In a sad, lonesome place Where the wild birds do warble Notes to increase. Farewell, pretty sorrow. I bid ye adieu. Pretty sorrow by Bob Dylan. Robbie's one on life right now on FBI Radio. Such a pleasure to have you come to comedy today. Um, we've got a text in on 0409945945 about our history bites. Um, deep dive before we were looking at a famous gladiator weren't we Bernie yeah a uh, famous gladiator by the name of Maximus Decimus Meridius born in Spain and uh, went from being a Roman general to a slave to a gladiator to a legend and he we got a text in saying excellent history bites this week finally a topic I'm well versed on you did forget to mention that he was rumoured to have thrown his sword aside after one bout in the Colosseum and famously shouted, are you not entertained to the silent crowd? That's from Dave and Merrickfield. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, yeah, man. that is a famous thing which we mm. just didn't have time to touch on. Um, he's, there's, there's many other famous kind of lines that he's rumoured to say in his life. I'm uh, so glad that we got to that one. So epic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, truly epic. Like, gotta make a movie or something. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a hell of a story. Mitchell, Bernie, and myself, Robbie, are in the studio with you. Uh, and uh, calling in sick, right? We've all done it. But uh, sometimes, you know, we can get a bit lazy trying to convince our bosses that we're actually sick, right? It's a bit of a bit of a, bit of a funny game. We can get lazy. Look, I was listening to music, um, and I forgot. I forgot completely to turn it off before calling my boss to say I couldn't make it in. It went to message bank, and my phone records these, so I have it for you here, and you'll be able to hear the music pretty clearly. So I called in sick, essentially, and I kind of fucked up. Yeah. Hey, Matt, um, just sending you a message um, to let you know I'm not going to be able to make it into work today. Feeling quite under the weather. Some I've just been knocked over by this sickness. I'm not sure what it is, but um, I'll try to jump on my emails later. Um, I could do some work from home. I'll just see how I feel um, after lunch, but I'm pretty bedridden at the moment with uh, whatever this is. It's just knocked me sideways. Um, yeah, I'm keen to get back to work tomorrow. Um, I'll keep you in the loop. And um, yeah, sorry about the late notice. 
<laughs> Bernie. Oh, Bernie. That is pretty obvious listening to that again. So the proclaimers just booming there in the background of I your know. sick call. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I know. What are you thinking? Oh, I wasn't. That's the thing. I just completely forgot to turn it down. I just had it in the background. Like I was listening to music all morning and then I just. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll make a call. Oh. Bernie, it's so classic. So your boss actually sent you a message back about half an hour later. Let's listen to that. G'day, Bernie. Uh, It's Matt here. Uh, Sorry to hear you under the weather, mate. Uh, Just calling to say it's not uh, not an issue. It's public holiday today, Anzac Day. Uh, But I'll I'll see you in the office tomorrow. Maybe pick up a um, medical certificate. It's good. See you, mate. <laughs> By the skin of your teeth, mate. But he didn't even—he didn't even seem to hear it, the music at all, did he? He didn't say that. Didn't thing, mention it. Yeah, I don't think he noticed it, to be honest. So <laughs> I got away with it. <laughs> and <laughs> so after this hilarious little exchange between Bernie and his boss, it got us thinking: How loud can we have music playing in a sick call before our boss says something mm. about it? It's a pretty <laughs> funny idea. Yeah, that's right, Rob. And so um, actually, after that call, Bernie. Um, as you know, I took it upon myself to dial up uh, the danger and make an attempt at a sick call with background music playing at a noticeably higher volume than Bernie's, which you just heard. So let's take a listen. This is me calling in sick today with some pretty famous music playing quite loud in the background. Hey, boss. Um, sorry, I'm <laughs> feeling pretty under the weather and I'm not going to make it into work today. Um, yeah, really sorry to do like this. Um, but yeah, just, it's, it's pretty rough. Yeah. I I think I'm just going to stay in bed all day today and, um, chill out and start trying to feel better. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'll see you, I guess, when I'm feeling Mitch, it's loud. When I heard uh, that, when I heard that initially, I thought surely your boss is going to say something about this. It's it's beginning to interfere with the comprehension of what you're saying. Like you're competing with Michael there. Like it's- Mitch, MJ, mate, such a recognisable song. You were seriously dialing up the danger with that one. Mate. Oh, I was really Mitch. trying. To, I was really trying to force reaction there. Um, but here's what my boss had to say when he uh, messaged me back. Hello, Mitch. I got your message, mate. It is Anzac Day. It's a public holiday, so if you want to roll tomorrow over into a sick day, feel free. But, mate, rest up and um, get yourself a medical certificate if you could. See you soon. No mention. <laughs> no mention of the music. Uh, that is it's really quite phenomenal to be ignoring that, and it takes some serious maturity from the boss to do so. If they are ignoring it, that is, I think maybe they're not even noticing it. Yeah, t- I totally. I don't even know. I'm, I'm wondering what he's thinking of me, like, you know, with this strange message. So, obviously, now it's my turn, and we decided to ratchet it up a little more. That's right, Rob. With yours, you had the chance to really go nuclear on it, didn't you? Yeah. If you've just tuned in, we're testing how loud we can have music playing when we make a sick call into work before the boss acknowledges the music. This is our third attempt. With music ratcheted up a little louder than the last... Let's take a listen to my attempt. You'll probably notice how loud the music is. It's uh, a little bit crazy. (laughs) Hey, mate. How you going? It's Robbie. Um, Unfortunately, I'm just going to have to call it today. I'm feeling a bit unwell to come into work. Um, Hopefully, I'm better by tomorrow. I'll keep you in the loop, obviously. uh, Yeah, I hope today goes okay. Uh, I can do something from home uh, if you need any assistance, but yeah, just 
feeling a bit too sick to come in. So, yeah, really sorry about this. Um, I'll, I'll keep you in touch, though, with how I'm going. All the best, mate. Thanks so much. So you'll notice there at the very end, you know, a bit of a tale to really drive it home and dial up the danger. (laughs) This is music playing loud on the call. Oh, man. (laughs) There is no way you get away with this one. I'd be real concerned about the involved at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is really dialing up the danger. This is the last one we sent off. And in fact, we haven't yet received a response from the boss. So... To be honest, I'm a little bit nervous at Waiting this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as soon as we hear back, though, we will play you what the boss has sent back to us on air. But do you think they'll say anything? What do you reckon? Text in 0409 945 Would love to hear You're from busted, you. You're busted, bro. You're so busted, <laughs> I reckon. On this. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Little secrets. Passion Pit. Gotta love that one. Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio 94.5 FM, streaming online back on the podcast. G'day to you. My name's Robbie Armfield. With me in the studio is Mitchell JC and Bernie Bolgi. Now, April 21st, 2022. It's a day that now lives in infamy for all inner Westies. The day that worlds collided and left a wake of destruction. What was meant to be a simple, old-school-style handling of a small dispute became a masterclass in how to invoke mass rioting. Thousands of people filled the main street of Newtown, punching their fellow countrymen. There are many theories regarding how the event started, but none quite clearly managed to fully encapsulate how this whole thing blew so far out of proportion. Here's the details now, as described by Time Out Sydney of the King Street Brawl. So this is about the best we've got from Time Out Sydney. On the 21st of April, uh, 2022, Jenna May, a nurse from Royal Prince Alfred Hospital, stopped into Solberg in Newtown for an early dinner meal. While she was waiting in line to order, a man cut in front of her, known as Ralph Harper from Strategic Business Solutions in Marrickville. Sources have reported that she'd left quite a sizable distance between herself and the counter, prompting the line cut from Ralph to be quite understandable and warranted. Upon the disrespectful action though, Jenna went a bit psycho and called out the behaviour, challenging Ralph to throw down outside the establishment. For those that weren't there or missed the live stream, here's a breakdown as to what actually happened when the fight started. As Ralph and Jenna stepped outside of Soulburger, they immediately threw down. Not wanting her opponent to get warmed up, Jenna sprinted towards Ralph in front of a small crowd that had amassed, leaping with one foot off the Soulburger front window to rain down a haymaker from above onto Ralph. Ralph managed to sidestep this, only getting clipped on the chin, but a spinning kick knocked Jenna back towards Coletto's. After a back and forth engagement, they stumbled through the door of Coletto's with a several hundred people in hot pursuit at this point. <laughs> Jenna had landed more significant strikes, but was wearing out. Ralph was managing to duck and weave and evade a lot of the blows, and slipped out of a window. Jenna 
Jenna chased him down the street and tackled. <laughs> King Street Brawl just turned in. We're talking about the King Street Brawl. So this is how it started. Jenna chased him down the street and tackled him through the window of the Mali. The Mali really amped the fight up. They exchanged shots and were really getting hammered by one another at this point. Word has made its way to the hospital and to the business sector of Newtown, resulting in many nurses and businessmen heading to the... Heading to the Mali at full sprint, throwing off their... Throwing off their scrubs and suits, respectively. The nurses <laughs> managed to drive the businessmen out of my <laughs> and chase them all the way to Mary's. Oh, it's heating up. <clears throat> oh, it heated up way more from there. As the session waged on into the wee hours of the morning, the businessmen had retreated to Waywards <laughs> with the nurses hot on their tail. The cops turned up and all of the combatants scattered quickly. With only a couple of venues remaining open, many of the businessmen headed to Kelly's to try to find reprieve. Were followed there by several nurses, which breathed life back into the fight. After Jenna managed to dispatch a few of the last remaining businessmen with swift uppercuts and a few good left hooks, she was eventually apprehended by police, putting an end to the whole thrilling sequence. The whole event was recorded across various end user devices over the night and uploaded as a compilation to KO, the sports streaming app, where it can be viewed even now with a paid subscription. A terrifying event that marked a dark day in Inner West history that will hopefully never be repeated. The King Street Brawl. So full on. So it's full on. Freaky. It's still hard to fathom how quickly it ramped up and how quickly you know, the factions began to form nurses versus mm. businessmen and yeah. all the other factions. Those scenes of the nurses and the businessmen's sprinting down the street ripping off their clothes you know their suits and scrubs was just like I'll I'll never forget that it's violent it's very violent very violent you're getting in touch on the text line 0409945945 Anon here punched 16 people apparently uh, but also got punched themselves over 35 times yeah wow yeah, swings and roundabouts, they say. Um, get in touch with us. Yeah, keep them coming. Uh, were you there? Have you seen it? What did you think were the highlights? We'd love to hear from you. 0409-945-945. RML right now. This is The Morning Fog by Kate Bush. As you well know, we here at RML pride ourselves on bringing you the most relevant and up-to-date infotainment audio in Sydney. But when I'm venturing into the visual game, mentioned this earlier in the show, listen closely now as we provide you with the exclusive code to unlock our RML official mm. phone background series release date drop. This is really exciting, isn't it, Mitch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stick around. Right now, actually, we're going to be dropping uh, yeah, yeah. that secret code. So you're going to want to hear it. Turn up the dial. I'm going to whisper the code. Soon. Now. Abra. Kadabra. Pocahontas. Think about it. There must be 
so a quality start to the morning for most involves a nice bacon and egg roll and a coffee. But for me, I actually had a pretty extraordinary start to the morning this morning and I felt like sharing it with everyone. So um, yeah, I've written some notes down about the experience and um, I hope it's all good if I can just relay that to you. What, what did you do? What did you do? Um, well, I don't, I don't want to give away too much to start with. I'd like to just pretty much read my notes on um, what it was. Uh, but okay. Essentially, it was basically a sober rave that I did oh, in the morning. Sober? Well, you've, sober rave. Yeah, you've you been go. kind of uh, dabbling in all sorts of drugs and uh, your, your journey throughout that yeah. experience has been a bit of a roller coaster, hasn't it, Mitch? Yeah, I guess. I suppose so. And I think it's been uh, important in uh, me developing as a person. But now I'm sort of realizing that you can get some pretty incredible experiences just off um yeah being sober so, and that is entirely uh as we should My say your opinion mitch oh yeah no it's <laughs> per- the station so oh no 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 no, 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 no. personal journey right personal journey nothing yeah, no, to do with the station nothing to do with the station so yeah. me being completely sober and enjoying yeah. those experiences is all those my own views, choice yep those views they don't represent that of fbi radio no no, no definitely your own not views this is my personal. own journey my own personal views isolated so anyway, this Your is um, <clears throat> this is my notes of uh, the experience from this morning. All right, I'll just get them up here. Yep. I'm so excited to learn about this. So it's not not coffee. It's not a bacon egg roll. No. It's something entirely different. No. So, so I've written. I always love to party, dance, and organize parties. Hang on. <laughs> so I'm just getting my notes in order here. Okay. Sorry. I always loved to party, dance and organise parties. Alcohol and drugs helped me let go and express myself. Uh, Having suffered a lifetime of anxiety, it was my medicine. It allowed the real me to come out, the playful and colourful side of Mitchell. I had hit rock bottom to realise alcohol and drugs were not serving me. What goes up comes down. And through this period of depression where I lost my purpose to live, I knew it was time to stop. I went to the Bali Spirit Festival to reconnect with myself, a place where I could enjoy all the spiritual practices in nature, connect and dance, but in a clean environment without temptation. With amazing artists, DJs, high production sound, visuals and ecstatic uh, dance floor with people from all around the world, I let rip. I danced for hours every night like I never had before jostling with others on the dance floor and well into the morning. I felt this amazing release, a connection with the present, the joy of being alive. Like a steam train taking off slowly, as I danced I felt the most amazing high come over me. I continued to rise inside of me as I danced. I could only compare it with a sense of coming up, quotations, but it lasted and there was not a nasty drop off. After hours of dancing, up until close and right through the morning, I came away feeling satisfied with a sense of fulfillment from a great morning. The next day, I would wake up early for yoga and another rave at 7am, that was this morning, and continued with the array of workshops and practices all day until I hit the dance floor again. Four nights and four mornings straight, I danced. I left the festival feeling transformed, connected again to myself. I headed to Gilead to enjoy some downtime, and it was there dancing in the golden glow of sunset, a vision came to me. 
I need to create epic drug and alcohol-free dance parties. I realise the power of dance for our mental health and the need for drug and alcohol-free spaces where people can experience this natural high to help them. I realise the power of dance and I like it to me. Sorry, I get emotional thinking about it. Oh, wow. Uh, you keep repeating welling yourself. Up yeah, I know. I lost where I was because like, I got Did you emotional. get enough sleep last night? I now, like, I've got to say, I now know why you weekend. were so late this morning. You were sort of, you were so still and calm when you came oh, in, God, but you yeah. were very late. Bags under your eyes, but you were still and calm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've come out the other side of it almost. Of, was um, that the last of what you wanted to say, though? I'm no, not sure actually, I, it wasn't quite okay. the end of it. Oh, okay. Finish um, it off. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to help people like it did for me to find the balance uh, I found my purpose again, and I found my medicine. Music, dance, and connection. And like never before, I stepped to the real me. Stepped up to the real me. With potential greater than I ever imagined. And okay. yeah. It's all, all right. little, it's all a bit heady, isn't it? Yeah. A bit heady? Well, you think? I don't know. I mean, it's, co- it's good. It's it, it explains eyes. a lot why you're, like, you're late this morning. Sounds like it went well into the night. Four and then days. Well into the it was night. Four well days. It was about four days. Most mornings, most nights. Completely sober is the, imp- <laughs> the important part, though, is completely sober, and I just want to bring those drug and alcohol-free experiences to the wider community. Are you? So you? Am I? Am I understanding? I thought this was just going to be like a little journal thing that you were going to share mm. with us, which I was so happy mm. for. I mean, it's another part of your own personal journey that's so mm. isolated from FBI's mission. Of completely you know, separate, separate, worldviews. and you were oh, you were enjoying totally substances for a while, and now you're into your sober phase, which is so cool. We're all here for it; it's an isolated thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought you were just going to share that, but are you are you like plugging something? Are you starting a series of I parties? I would love to. I would you, love right. to start something up. You haven't yet, but you're still the journey. Okay, yeah, yeah. I would love to bring that experience to everyone else. Okay. Um, so you were at the dawn yeah. service this morning as well, weren't you? I was most. I think it was the rave, um, but yeah, I think it might have bordered some of that area. Out into oh. the bushland where I'm, yeah. Right. Did you go by yourself? Some sort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was heaps of people there, but I went on Four my days. own. Four days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that was all. That was four days. And you had yoga as well every morning. Yoga every morning, more of like a sort of rave yoga, I suppose. Oh, okay. Um, just getting the body in motion in the morning. I'm so keen to learn more about your vision for how... Like, do you reckon what you experienced was exactly the sort of thing that you want to pursue? Or do you reckon you would have changed anything about your mm, experience? Good point. For your own personal parties? Mm, I think, yeah, that's something I'd have to work out. But honestly, it was just a profound experience. Okay. Um, yeah, if I could replicate it, <laughs> I suppose, moment to moment for everyone else, I would love to do that. I've never tried it, but um, the sober rave. I, you know, I'm more of a coffee guy in the morning, but oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. same. Okay, anyway, Doesn't quite wake up the same, but yeah. Have you tried it? Let us know. Oh four oh nine nine four five nine four five sober morning raves. Obviously, hearing a huge uh, uh, tick of approval here from Mitch. Love to hear from you. This is Bob Dylan, I and I Reggae Remix by Dr. Dread, RML. Been so long since a strange woman has slept in my bed Look how sweet she sleeps How free must be her dreams In another lifetime she must have owned the world Or been faithfully wed To some righteous king who wrote songs Beside moonlight streams 
in creation where one's nature neither honors nor forgives. Excellent stuff. Highly encourage you to listen to that remix EP. RML right now. FBI Radio. Robbie, Bernie, Mitchell are with you. Thanks so much for being with us. Now, you've been texting in about a couple of things. Firstly, Mitch's sober rave experience Mm. that he detailed earlier. Really powerful. Jackie's Mm. got in touch saying, In the 90s, I helped hold dance parties in Byron Bay. I don't drink or do drugs and always enjoyed it and zoned in to the joy and the last to leave. That's fantastic. Uh, Amber and Dully as well getting in touch saying, Hey team, big shout out to Mitch for sharing his sober rave experience. I've recently stopped drinking and experienced five days of Blues Fest without a drink. Danced harder than any of my mates and death came away better than most. Not sure I would have enjoyed it nearly as much, let alone lasted the distance or coped with the aftermath if I hadn't been sober. Bring on more sober events. Keen for some alcohol-free events so the drunks don't ruin it for others. Power to you, Mitch. Hope to see you on a D floor soon. Wonderful. Thanks so much for getting in touch. I love that. We've also got some uh, other texts about the King Street Brawl, which we were talking about earlier on in the show. Mm, so, sure. yeah, Miranda and Stanmore got in touch about her experience of the night, saying that the window that smashed at Marley Bar was right next to our table. Craziest thing I've ever seen. I was Scary. at I was at another text here. I was at Kelly's when the swarm came in, like nothing I ever seen. I got taken out into the street and blacked out. Woke up in the Vanguard urinal with a few other businessmen, James from Bondi. I was out with a few business mates when the call to arms came for them. They instantly got up looking at their phones and showed us the Slack messages. I've never seen such a smorgasbord of updates and at mentions in a work thread. Oh my god. god. Would have been gnarly that night. I was riding my bike when the first wave of the nurse hall came from RPA. Baseball bats, pitchforks, it was scary as. That's from Sarah. And Anonymous getting in touch. I ain't ever seen a brawl like that before. It was next level. Yeah. It really, really is. Cool. King Street Brawl. This is a King Street Brawl on the 22nd, I believe it was. And uh, yeah, pay-per-view event on KO as well. You might have been there. It was really wild. Okay, so earlier in the show, we were calling our boss to see how much background music we could be getting away with in the call. Bernie called with some pretty obvious music playing, and the boss paid no attention to it, which is pretty funny. We ratcheted it up with Mitch, cranking some Mm. MJ to try and pique the interest of the boss in the sick call, but no reference to the music in the response we got back. So, with our third and final option, we went balls to the wall. A giant 50-watt speaker right next to the phone, blaring Kylie, and I called in sick. We're yet to hear the response from the boss but it has come into the message bank so we haven't listened to it yet we're going to listen to it right now and just a reminder here's the message that I left for the boss yeah we'll just play a little bit of a clip hey mate how you going it's Robbie um, unfortunately I'm just going to have to call it today I'm feeling mm. a bit unwell coming to work loud right loud oh, in the back <laughs> it's louder than your voice almost <laughs> yeah yes. blaring dude it's just like I don't know how they could even make out your voice but um I'm nervous about this. The response mm-hmm. is in. <laughs> and we asked you on the text line, 0409-945-945, will the boss uh, notice it? Will they pick, Will they refer to it? Or mm-hmm. will they not? And a lot of yeses and a lot of noes. I think the tally comes mm. closer to yes than no. It was 83%. Yeah. Yes. 83%. Yeah. <laughs> will he get away um, with it as well? Let's give it a lesson. Uh, uh, wait, listen. wait, wait. Let me just compose myself. Oh, God. Uh, so, you haven't heard... None of us have heard this. No, we see it there. Yeah. I see it there on the phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Okay. You lose your job on air, man. <laughs> oh, I, hope, <laughs> I, I, I hope not. No, I don't want to do that. All right. Oh. Um, Rob calling in sick with a lot of music and the boss getting back to him now. Here we go. G'day, Robbie, mate. Uh, sounds like you're at a bit of a dance party. Anyway, uh, no obligation to call in sick today, mate. It's, it's, it's public holiday. So, yeah, I'll catch you during the week, mate. Oh, <laughs> okay. There you have it, mate. <laughs> oh, a little bit condescending, but uh, he picked it out. He did notice. <laughs> he noticed. He noticed the noticed. Yeah, not to. I guess that's the limit, right? The fifty watt speaker right next to the phone. That'll oh, do it. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. That will. <laughs> She's still got a job. That will oh. seriously do it. That'll do it. And our two up picks for this year, Mitch. What is it? So this year it goes to drum roll brrr, heads. Okay. <laughs> Still up this year, you're going to be wanting, throwing some money down heads. on heads. Heads it is from RML. <laughs> Thanks for our pick. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, Mitchell JC. Thank you for having me, Rob. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Bernie Bolgi. Thank you, Rob. It's been a pleasure. My name is Robbie Armfield. You've been listening to Robbie's Thanks, Modern Rob. Life. You can listen back to the show and any other of the shows on any podcast outlet you prefer. Uh, stick around for Ella on lunch today. Thanks. Get it away. Ain't no sense in you running around. If I